Psalm 118 verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How you doing with that? Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. This is episode number 72. And in this episode, we're going to continue our look into Romans 12.2, which says we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. What exactly does that mean? How do I do that? Why should I do that? Well, these questions and a few more will be answered in this week's episode simply entitled, Under Construction. Okay, so I've got a question for you. Have you ever been part of a renovation project? Either whole house or even a partial, just just a room. But have you ever done a renovation? Now, if your answer is yes, then you understand that when you renovate something, you use specific tools to accomplish the task, right? I mean, let's face it. You don't use a thumbnail to undo a screw, okay? (laughs) The screw's going to win. You use a screwdriver. You, you, you don't use your elbow to hammer in a nail. You're going to use a, a hammer and so on. Well, in John chapter 17, verse 17, Jesus is praying to the Father. And in his prayer, he says that you and I as Christians are sanctified, that we're set apart from sin by the truth. That's the tool. The task is to sanctify you. The task is to help you to be holy. The task is to help you be the man or woman that God has called and created you to be, one that glorifies him. The tool that God uses to accomplish that task is the truth. Specifically, John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them through the truth. Thy word is truth. In short, Jesus is saying, Father, Make your children holy, set them apart from sin, and use the absolute truth of your word to do so. You see, my friend, the word of God is the tool that the Holy Spirit uses to renovate your mind, to gut out that old way of thinking and to put in a new way of thinking, to no longer think what's going to make King me happy, 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 but rather to think what's going to glorify God. Through The counsel that God gives us in Scripture, your thinking, is changed. The result is transformed living. Now remember, if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified where? In your every moment thinking. Why? Because what you think becomes what you do. Remember, Proverbs 23, 7, is a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 27, verse 19, as water reflects your face, so your life is a reflection of your heart, of what you think. That's why Colossians 3, 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Romans 13, 14 says, don't even think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. 2 Corinthians 10, 5, you're to take captive every thought and make each thought obedient to Christ. Why? Why is what I think so important? Well, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, Paul says, I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, somehow your mind will be led astray from the sincere and pure devotion that is in Christ. 
So when you have the Word of God hidden in your heart, your thinking is changed, resulting in your living being changed. Here's my point. If you were to permit yourself, even if it was for just a moment, permitting yourself to think, to think, to think, all right, you get this? It's rolling around inside your head. You're thinking about how to fulfill the sinful desires of your flesh. You're thinking, I want, I need, I deserve, I desire, I have to have, I can't live without. The end result, your life is going to begin the process of focusing completely on that desire that becomes your ultimate goal. Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 says we're to make it our goal to please God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Colossians 3, 17, uh, I'm drawing a blank on it now. Colossians 3, 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. So you need to make sure that what's going on in your mind is glorifying to God. So think about this way. This, this is what God says in Romans 13, 14, that you're to clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. You're to put on Christ and not even think about gratifying the desires of the flesh, not even making any form of provision for the flesh. Oh, don't forget Galatians five sixteen. Paul reminds us that when you choose, and it's your choice, when you choose to live by the Spirit, when you choose to walk in obedience to God's leading in your life, the promise in Galatians 5.16 is you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. Oh, my friend, never lose sight of the fact that it is your responsibility to say yes to the Holy Spirit and no to letting sin reign in your body, Romans 6.12. It's up to you. You have to choose to daily take up your cross, Luke 9.23, and offer your body to God as a living, continuous sacrifice of praise to Him, Romans 12.1. Well, if you've been following this Point of Purity podcast for any length of time, then I'd like to challenge you to take a moment right here and right now and reflect on what you've been learning throughout this series. According to Romans 12, 2, you and I are to be undergoing a transformation. We saw in an earlier podcast, a spiritual metamorphosis, taking that which is on the inside and living it out on the outside. You see, that which resides in you, your new nature, your holy, godly nature that God created and put within you uh, at the moment of salvation, that's what's to be lived out every moment of every day. This, This transformation takes place only as God renews, as he renovates your mind, your thought process with his holy word, through his Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to think about this. If you're going to live by the Spirit, and if you're going to renew your mind and therefore renew your life, what is it that you must do daily? Let me repeat the question. I want you to think about this. If you're going to live by the Spirit and renew your mind, therefore renewing your life, what is it that you must, capital letters, bold print, underline it, highlight it, circle it, put a star by it, must do on a daily basis? The answer, you must be in the Word of God. You must fill your mind with God's Word, God's standards, God's principles, God's truth. Why? Because what you think will become what you do. So I must repeat yet again, if you are going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified 
in your every moment thinking. In Psalm 119, verse 9, David considers this principle when he asks this question. He says, how can a young man keep his way pure? Let's pause for a moment. Think about his question. In other words, how do I maintain purity? How do I become and remain a godly person, a person of God-inspired, God-divinely-provided integrity? How do I make sure that everything I think, everything I say, everything I do is thought, said, and done all to the glory of God? How do I do that? David not only asks the question in Psalm 119, verse 9, but he goes on and he answers it by stating, by living according to God's word. I want you to think about David's question, along with the answer that he gives. First of all, I want you to note that David speaks of a man's way. He says, how can a man keep his way pure? That word way refers to the path of life, that which you do, that which you say, that which you think every single day based upon the things that are going on inside your heart, the choices that you are making. So David's asking, how can we keep our way of living, whether I'm at work, at home, at school, at play, no matter where I'm at, no matter when I'm doing it, what I'm doing, how do I keep my way of living, the things that I'm doing every day, the decisions that I'm making, how do I keep them pure? How do I keep them free from sin? He then says the answer is by living according to God's word. Now, I want you to notice that he doesn't say by reading God's word, by studying God's word, by reading a good Bible commentary that unpacks God's word. No, that's not enough. That's not sufficient. The way I'm going to be pure and free from sin is by living according to God's word. That word living that David uses refers to observing, to retaining, to treasuring up, to keeping watch as a guard over something that is extremely valuable. Do you see your relationship with God that way? Do you understand that your relationship with God is a priceless treasure? Are you guarding it? Are you keeping it? Are you living according to God's word so that you can be that pure person who's free from sin. In other words, to keep your decision-making process and, and therefore your daily lifestyle free from sin, you need to get into the Word of God. You need to read it. You need to observe what it says. You need to study it. You need to retain that truth in your memory. In other words, memorize it. And you need to let it build up inside of you. In other words, you need to meditate on it and then be on the watch, just like a guard protecting your heart, which is priceless. In in short, the psalmist is telling us that the way to keep your life pure is by making moment by moment, everyday adjustments, a tweak here, a shift there, adjusting your life according to the word of God. Not just knowing what it says, but actually doing it. How are you doing with that? Are you reading the Word of God? I hope the answer is yes. Are you observing what God says? Are you studying the Word of God? Again, I hope your answer is yes. Are you memorizing Scripture? Oh, my friend, you need to. Are you meditating on it throughout the day? Are you thinking about it? 
Those are all key. Those are all important. And I, and I hope that your answer is yes to every one of those. But it's not just knowing what God's word says. It's actually doing it. Or as James says in James chapter 1, verse 22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Walk in obedience. Remember Galatians 5.16, when you walk by the Spirit, when you do what God's Word says, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Well, David goes on to say in Psalm 119, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now, here's what I want you to think about. That verb to hide, I've hidden your word in my heart. To hide God's word doesn't mean you're burying it where it can't be found, you know, like a dog burying its bone. Rather, it means to retain, to store, to, to, to covet like you would a priceless treasure. Now, now watch this, watch this. If you see God's word as a highly valued treasure, then it will be worth the time. It'll be worth the energy. It'll be worth the effort digging into it, digging for those truths, and then holding tightly onto them, walking in obedience to the in, in obedience to them. That's when you're actively storing up God's truth in your heart, not just simply memorizing it, but applying it. That's excuse me. That's when David writes in Psalm 119, verse 104, that you gain understanding from His precepts. Therefore. You hate every wrong path. When you're not only reading God's word, but you're studying it, you're meditating on it throughout the day, that, my friend, is when you gain a greater understanding of God's will for your life. You become intimately familiar with who God is and with what his plan is for your life. And as a result, you'll also see sin the way God sees it for what it really is and what it really does. And then you'll hate it just like God does. And that is when real lasting change begins to happen in your life, your attitudes, your behavior. It's all transformed because you now hate the sin the way God hates it. You're making the necessary adjustments and tweaks in your life as you're going throughout the day that keeps you from sinning. Oh, my friend, listen to me, please. If you're going to live by the Spirit and glorify God in your life, you have to know the Scriptures. Are you in the Word of God? Are you reading it, studying it, meditating on it, memorizing it, and are you living by it? You know, I'm, I'm so thankful that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. Can I get an amen? You know, Jesus told his disciples in John chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, that it was for their future good that he would leave and send his spirit to come to them, the comforter. He said this, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. John 16, 13 and 14. Now, just before Jesus made that statement, in John 14, verse 26, he makes this promise. 
the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. In other words, as you study the Word of God, the Spirit of God will help you to understand the God of the Word and His will for your life. He's going to help you understand how to apply God's principles and His standards and His truth to your daily living. And as you follow His leading, as you apply the truths of Scripture to your life, that is when you will, as Galatians 5.16 says, be living by the Spirit. And, and by the way, I love Galatians 5.16 that goes on to say that one major result of living by the Spirit is that you'll no longer be living for the purpose of gratifying and satisfying the desires of your flesh. But before we wrap up the the episode today, I want to come back to John 14.26 one more time. The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Now, again, if you've been following this podcast for any length of time, then you're going to recall what I'm about to say, because I've shared this with you before. But I've asked the question, I want to ask it again, can you remember something you never knew? The answer, no, of course not. If I didn't know it at any point in time, how can I possibly remember it? I mean, hey, let's let's admit, we've, we've tried it in high school, we tried it in college, didn't work then, it's not going to work now. In order for me to remember something, it has to be in my memory. Well, that's the point that I want to make here, is that the Holy Spirit's job is to remind you of what God has said to you. But if you're not reading the Word, and if you're not studying the Word, and if you're not memorizing the Word, and if you're not meditating on the Word, then when you're in the moment of temptation, you got nothing to be able to to walk in obedience to, because the Holy Spirit can't remind you of something you don't already know. Okay, well, this is our stopping point for this week's episode. I want to encourage you, be sure to tune in to next week's episode as we continue our deep dive into Romans 12.2 and discovering how to glorify God in our thought life. Next week's episode, we'll be asking the question, will the real Christian please stand up? Well, if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry and how we reach across the globe to help men and women who are struggling with sexual temptation find victory through Christ, if you'd like to learn more about our ministry, go to our website. There's a, a multitude of resources that we've made available to you. You can find the website at thepuritycoach. It's all one word, thepuritycoach.com. Again, if you've been listening to these episodes for any length of time, then you know that I've been highlighting one particular resource often. And that resource is what I call my flagship book, the first book I ever wrote entitled Extreme Mind Makeover, How to Transform Your Sinful Thoughts and Habits into Patterns of Life Pleasing to God. The last few episodes have been taking excerpts from that book, and and I've been unpacking it and sharing it with you. See, This book, Extreme Mind Makeover, takes the reader on a journey through the Bible to examine what God has to say about how our thoughts, our words, and our actions influence and impact our thinking, our our heart, our behavior. If you've followed this Point of Purity podcast for any length of time, you've heard me emphasize over and over and over and over again that what you think becomes what you do. 
when you train your mind to think godly thoughts, then subsequently the things that you say, the things that you do day in and day out are going to be godly. On the flip side, when you allow your mind to think those sinful, fleshly, ungodly, king-me-centered, I want, I need, I deserve, I desire, I have to have kind of thoughts, then the result is going to be ungodly behavior. So how do I change the way I think? How do I change the things I do? That's what these last few episodes have been about, but the book Extreme Mind Makeover takes you deep into the Word of God to help you answer those questions. So if you've not yet gotten your copy, then go to our website, thepuritycoach.com, and check out our resources page, or you can go directly to amazon.com and purchase your copy of Extreme Mind Makeover today. Well, if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today. I don't want you to miss any of our upcoming episodes. So until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.